to This One Life. I'm your host, Carol Mix, and I'm super excited that you are here. If you haven't done so already, head on over and smash, just smash that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. Maybe we don't need to smash these buttons, (laughs) but you know what? You never want to miss another episode, so make sure that you subscribe. So today we're going to be talking about the best way to create boundaries in your life or your business. Either way, wherever you are, establishing boundaries is essential for creating success and flow in your operations, period, whether it is in life or business. But somehow setting boundaries can feel intimidating and overwhelming. I know that I've been there. So today, I'm going to share a few tactical ideas to get you started in moving in that direction so that you're feeling like a boundaries ninja in life and in business, because I think that you'll see by the end of this that it is most important for you to maintain these boundaries. So let's dive in. There are a few key steps that you can take to ensure that you have boundaries in place. This is not only to protect you, it's to protect your time, it's also to protect your energy, and it also serves your clients and your relationships as well. And sometimes when we think about boundaries, we're not really thinking about our time, our energy that is being drained because the boundaries aren't in place. So these are some places that I want to highlight for you to consider, because again, when we think of boundaries, it's almost like, okay, I can see that there's a boundary protecting me and keeping you the hell away from me, whoever you are, (laughs) you know, but boundaries don't have to be negative. Actually, boundaries can be one of the most positive and empowered things that we can do for ourselves and with ourselves. And again, this is where deeper into this episode, we'll be talking a little bit about sometimes the boundaries that are getting crossed aren't by everybody that's driving you mental in your life. It is, in fact, yourself that is crossing those boundaries. I totally have been there, but almost always when I'm working with somebody, they know that they're the ones that let the boundaries fold They're the ones that are responsible for not even setting up or creating the boundary. And this is what gets us into trouble. So the first tactic that I have is communicate expectations. Make sure that everyone's on the same page when it comes to what's expected of them. Seems pretty simple, right? But I know for myself, I'm the one, one of the biggest mistakes that I make is thinking that everybody knows what ex- what is expected or needed. And sometimes in our heads, we think we're pretty clear too. And that's me, totally have been there. And the times that things have blown up, this is when I figured out that no, it wasn't clear. <laughs> and we're right quick to see that it's actually... We have not communicated and that is what the problem is. Whether there is fear there, whether we just don't want to deal with it. We're not going to say anything. We take it, we take it, and then boom, it blows up, right? Tell me I'm not the only one. (laughs) Seems the longer that we go on not speaking about it or using our voice, the deeper into the trench that we go. And it's the same for business. If you're a leader in your work or if you are the leader in your own business leadership and communication go hand in hand 
I've found in almost every situation where I've had to go back and speak to a team member, especially when I was frustrated or disconnected and just not dealing with shit, it was always my lack of communication mixed with my own expectations that got me into trouble. So when creating strong boundaries, communication is for sure one of the necessary cornerstones. The second tactic that I have is to set boundaries, to actually go ahead and do that. (laughs) That's why we're here, right? But think about that. Set clear boundaries for what is acceptable and what is not. Make sure that everyone understands the boundaries, what they are, and that they are not to be crossed. Sometimes that means having uncomfortable conversations, but that also means that you need to be clear on your own wants and needs first. So here's a perfect example. This week, a client recently got aligned with her brand pillars in her business. We were working on this part of her business for herself. She's very clear on what her brand stands for and what she needs and wants. And she got really clear on what her new standards are for herself as she's growing this business. What is it that she wants and needs from this business? Again, clarity is key here, right? So she had a meeting with a potential client and after the meeting, the business partner reached out and said, hey, my partner loved everything that you had to say, but you're charging double what others are charging. Can you change your pricing for less? Uh, what? Uh, no, no, that no, I can't do that. <laughs> nice try, nice try. I guess you can't blame them for trying and asking, right? But sometimes it's hard not to take that personally when someone comes at you and says that. It almost feels like a manipulation or we can perceive it as a manipulation. In these cases, it's best to neutralize it so that your emotional brain doesn't get all pissed off and go bananas. And that's exactly what she didn't do. What she did was she knew who her dream client was and she knew who she wants to work with. So she was very clear on the type of work she loves to do and the fact that this client was not her exact fit. It allowed her to hold that boundary in such a way that it not only protected her and her business, it allowed her to see clearly that she was no longer allowing others to overstep her boundaries. That felt really good and really empowered. So this was the first time in the history of her business that she turned a client away. Woo! How about that, right? How exciting is that? She chose herself. She chose her peace. She protected her business. And instead of pushing the edges of her own boundaries, because it would have been her that ultimately set herself up to work with a client that wasn't going to be a good match, she did none of that. She just stepped back, was able to evaluate what she needed out of the situation first, and then said, I'm going to pass. This isn't a fit. Thanks for, thanks for applying. Thanks for coming into my space. Bye-bye. Now that's how boundaries are done. So it was such a great win. It was so cool to see her work through the process and then at the end say, nope, I'm listening to my gut. This is not going to be a good fit for me and I know it. 
And I want you to think for yourself, how many times have you let someone work their way past your boundaries or you yourself let the guard down and then you end up feeling resentful or had your energy, energy, oh, I'm getting all excited, your energy drained because you let someone in or passed and now you're miserable, right? Think about that. We've all done it. We don't need to keep doing it. That's why we're here talking about it right now. But if this is happening in your life now, it's important to think about how you are setting the boundaries for what is acceptable and what's not. I've also found for myself that it's never someone pushing the barrier down as much as I either didn't remove myself from the situation, just like she did. She was like, no, I'm good, me out or I wasn't clear enough or strong enough to hold the line. Those times feel the worst because you're always thinking about it after the fact, right? There's regret in there. Either way, it's my responsibility and yours. And each time we give away to that learning opportunity, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not so good. So think about it. Every time we give in, there's still opportunity for us to learn. So think for yourself, are there areas in your life right now where the boundaries are weak, not strong, or they're not consistent? Is there someone in your life pushing those edges right now? Are you strong and clear on your standard or maybe your value? Again, if she wasn't certain on her value, she would have caved and said, fine, I'll drop my price. I've done this before. It sucks. It sucks when you're doing that. It doesn't feel good. At the end, you're just like, you know you shouldn't have dropped. You know you shouldn't have dropped. But staying strong enough in the uncomfortableness of holding the boundary, like, nope, nope, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it strong. In the end, it's your gut after the fact that's like, geez, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for not selling us out, right? And that's what happened. She didn't sell herself out. So if not, if none of these things or if all of these things apply, right? This is a great place to figure out what's acceptable and what's not. So this is breaking it down more, like breaking it down a few more levels into the tactic. Maybe you are the one pushing your own boundaries, like I said at the beginning, right? Oh, when I tell you, friend, that... I think I'm the biggest offender of my boundaries. <laughs> I am, but I have awareness and I am consistently working on pulling those boundaries tighter, right? Because if I don't, nobody else is here to do this for me. It's up to me if I want to be happy to maintain my own boundaries and the same for you. So creating a non-negotiable list for your life and in your business is a great way to close the gap in this space. Now, it doesn't need to be a mile long, but for sure, it can make a huge difference when boundaries are what's needed. Now, I know when I was first introduced to this method, it was a little hard for me, like, well, I don't know. I don't know what the hell the boundaries should look like. It's almost like I had like a blind spot to it. You're too close to the picture sometimes. If you're struggling to know what you want or even where to start, what you can do is write a list of all the shit that you're no longer willing to accept. And sometimes seeing that list is hard, but it's also a great way to get it out. That's what I did. 
And it's like, literally, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of this. And I'll tell you what, you write a couple of I'm sick of this onto a piece of paper and boom, (laughs) it's like a volcano. So give yourself some space because you're going to need to get it all up and out. But on the other side, but on the other side of the paper, so almost like Remember in school when we were little and you'd fold the paper in half on one side, you write one thing, and then on the other, you'd write whatever you need on the other. So fold the paper in half if you need to, one side the shit you're sick of, and then looking at the list, what is the direct opposite of that thing that you're sick of? I'm sick and tired of, I don't know, what is something? I'm sick and tired of always being late. This is a non-negotiable for me. I hate being late, but consistently have been late for like 49 years. (laughs) So this is something that I work on for boundaries. These are my internal boundaries that I need to work on. Like stop being late. It's horrible to be late in my brain, but somehow my ass always shows up late. So on the other side of it, you're going to write be on time, obviously. And then once you have that, positive aspect of what it is that you're looking for on that list, then you can start to go, how can I do this? You know, set times ahead. I always schedule things ahead of time in my calendar so that I have plenty of time to get there. These are just, again, you can start to see the opportunities open up once you have the positive aspect and getting your brain thinking in the direction that will serve you. So, I know, again, for me, it was difficult to sit down and write down, well, these are the nice boundaries that I want to have. Well, Jesus, I don't even know if I'm not holding the damn boundary. What makes you think I can start to think of it? But I'll tell you what, I am very clear on what I'm sick of. I am very clear on the shit I no longer want to deal with anymore. (laughs) So maybe you are too. So the third tactic is monitor progress. This is a place where massive gaps happen when we're not monitoring the process, even like through a business to ensure that the boundaries are being followed. Like in life, check in with yourself and within your relationships. Sometimes we get into autopilot mode and we don't even check in, but rather stay in that running mode, just survival mode right until all things build up and boom and not the way to it's not the way to build strong relationships that are loving and caring and compassionate again this is where all the stresses will tend to bottle up and then the argument or the fight happens and then it's just a boom an explosion right so in order to mitigate that There's checking in in between, being aware and having awarenesses of and with yourself, but also in the relationship. In business, this can be done through regular check-ins with team members, team meetings, which are my absolute favorite. If you work with me or anybody that works with me, that CEO is instituting team meetings right away to open up communication, set expectations, and create the boundaries that are needed. But it also gives us time and a space and a place for the team members to use their voice and contribute as well. So I'm a huge fan of team meetings as long as they are structured and meaningful and not fluff and ridiculous because I have attended some of those team meetings and they're a pain in the ass. 
but the ones that are effective and they do have some structure for sure will help you also be able to monitor the progress of the boundaries that you're setting and the expectations that are being set to. Lastly, be consistent. If you hang out here for any given time, you're going to hear me talk about consistency like I'm a maniac because it works and it's important and it's critical in our lives, in all areas of our lives. And when we get into relationship with consistency, I can't even say it, I'm so excited. When we get into relationship with consistency and we start to see how effective it is, it changes everything. So make sure that everyone is abiding by the same boundaries and the same rules and the same rules that apply to everyone. And by everyone, that means you too. Because without consistency and without awareness, you'll almost always fall back into those old habits and those old patterns. I've done this 852,000 times. It doesn't work. Each time I've learned a little something more, but you know what? Um, paying attention and again about the where the awareness and the consistency that's needed, it changes everything. So by following these simple steps, you can create and maintain boundaries that feel clear and good and reliable. And that's what we're all looking for in this place, in this world that is so inconsistent and uncertain, these are places where we can grab little pieces of consistency and certainty that feels good and safe and reliable. And it will also ensure that everyone is on the same page, whether it's in your life or in your business. So consider that and see how all of this applies in your life today. So that's a wrap. Here we are, another amazing episode in the books and I so appreciate you being here with me today. Remember wherever you are today, let's make this one day meaningful. Let's make it magical and above all else, make this day matter. All right, let's get out there and make it happen. I will see you in the next episode. 